Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about anxiety and depression. You know, often we're thinking about anxiety and depression as being two separate things. And that comes about from us uh, really trying to pigeonhole and make everything black and white. Uh, like you either have anxiety or you have depression or, um, or I have anxiety. And now I also find out now I hear that I have depression. Like we are human beings that are vital and we are alive. We are organisms that are constantly changing. We are breathing and we are not easily put into pigeonholes. We cannot look at ourselves like that. We want to give ourselves a little bit more of a break and see that as we are living, breathing, human beings, that we have the ability to go through things like anxiety and depression and joy and fear and love and excitement and on and on with all of the human emotions. We want to make sure that we are not just pigeonholing ourselves into having something. And I had little air quotes around having, having a disease, having a disorder. We want to remember that, of course, we can have some symptoms, we can have behaviors, we can have things that are happening to us, seasons in our lives. There are many different ways of looking at it. And I think that the more you can look at it from a a, a point of view of I am going through this, or this is moving through me. Sadness is moving through me. Excitement is moving through me. However you want to phrase it, but don't freeze yourself. Don't freeze the frame and put it around you and say, I have anxiety. I have depression. Of course, you are experiencing these things. And maybe you are having a trip down the wormhole. And it's about the only thing you can think about is I have anxiety, or I have depression. But let's loosen it up just a little bit. Because the more you can actually remember that this can move through you, and that you can live your life And let these things come and let these things go. Like I said, whether they are seasons in life or they are just behaviors, whatever way it's happening, it is changing. And you have to remember that this too shall pass. One person can easily have both anxiety and depression. And some people may have developed their depressive symptoms as a result of their feeling anxious and oversensitized for a long period of time. These two things are not mutually exclusive. Now, I'm just going to list off some of the thinking symptoms of both anxiety and depression, and you can look at these yourself and see how they can go together even. And so what you have yourself, you can check it out and see what it is that is happening in you. Some of the thinking symptoms in anxiety is apprehension over what's about to happen and what could happen in the future. This is the what ifs. 
Another another thinking symptom for anxiety is the worried thoughts or a belief that something could go wrong. And usually it's something horrible could go wrong. And thirdly, for anxiety thinking symptoms, feeling like you need to run away or you are wanting to avoid things that could cause you further anxiety. So we see what we have here. We have the apprehension. We have the worried thoughts, the rumination, and then we have the avoidance. These are very understandable. These are feelings that we want to get rid of. No one wants something bad to happen in the future, but the time that we are stuck in an anxious, oversensitized brain is that we we, you know, we ruminate it. It goes over and over. And all we can think about is what could be happening in the future that is not good. It is the what ifs. Now, some of the thinking symptoms for depression are feeling of sadness about the future as though it is hopeless. So there is a sadness more than there is worry. It is more of a sad, heavy feeling and that there is no hope. Often there is just that feeling of hopelessness. The second one is listlessness and a lack of a belief that positive things will or could occur. And thirdly for depression, there is a little worry But instead, there is a sincere, deep certainty of future negative emotions. This is that feeling of this is never going to change. This is always going to be like this. And it's less worry and more certainty of a negative bend. People with depression often assume a bad future and they don't expect anything different. They kind of just take it. It's gonna is gonna be terrible, and uh, they don't see any chance or or even any hope of anything different. They think that there isn't anything that they can do to prevent a bad outcome, and have no energy to change it, no initiative just sure that it's just all going to be horrible and terrible. So there is no uh, reason to bring up energy to change it. Depression can occur after someone has experienced anxiety. Because you know, someone who has dealt with severe anxiety can end up feeling drained and hopeless. Once you are no longer having panic attacks or daily fears, You can just finally begin to let your nervous system relax a little bit here and there. You may end up feeling absolutely drained. You may be exhausted. And so I want to caution you that that doesn't mean there's something horribly wrong with you. It may be depression moving through you. It could be sad feelings moving through you. It could be exhaustion moving through you. It's okay. These things don't come and stay forever. Don't have to freeze that frame and say, this is my life. It is just moving through you. So come to terms with it and know that with self-care, with proper 
you know, changes in our thinking and our daily behaviors, we can begin to increase our energy and have our thoughts moving in a different direction. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, some of the physical symptoms that I wanted to talk about are for anxiety, fight or flight response symptoms, such as shaking, sweating, feeling the need to run away or to move, right? It feels good to run. Uh, Many people with anxiety feel good after they've worked out at the gym. Some people use that as part of their own medicine. And you have the increased heart rate, you have sweating. Uh, You know, it is that feeling of fight or flight. And Secondly, for physical symptoms for anxiety are things that resemble health disorders, especially if it goes along with some health worries. So people have physical symptoms. Um, maybe it's their gut. Maybe they have skin issues. There's oh, so many things. Muscle, heart, of course, all of the systems can be involved. But when there, and there's also worry about it. So there's energy around it, right? Um, and thirdly for anxiety is the fast heart rate, the bowel issues, hyperventilation, our breathing, and other energy causing symptoms. So you can see, get a, an idea here of what uh, anxiety looks like. And let's compare that now with uh, what depression looks like physically. Number one would be a severe lack of energy or drive. So that is, you know, that is completely different than we are looking at when we are looking at anxiety. Number two for depression is the flat affect. And that is a lack of emotion. And you know, many people with anxiety have very heightened emotions. So we can start to see how some of these are teasing out a little bit. That doesn't mean that you couldn't have anxious feelings in one day and depressive feelings another. Like I said, these are not little pigeonholes. Uh, these are things that move through us or that we move through ourselves. These are behaviors and, um, you know, emotional and physical states 
that are not permanent. They come and they go. And so the third one, physical symptom for depression is severe appetite changes, headaches and sleep problems. Now, you can also have sleep problems with anxiety, so that's kind of hard to tease out. Headaches is, again, it could fall into with anxiety with the uh, health disorders, you know, and having health anxiety. Um, a lot of people would focus on their head and their uh, the fact that they may have had migraines or headaches in the past. That may be where they tend to ruminate. And the severe appetite changes that also can fall in with anxiety. So um, we can see where this is kind of challenging to, to have it be black and white. And the reason I wanted to bring this to your attention is because it isn't black or white. Just like our beingness is not black or white, we cannot uh, pinpoint it. It's okay to have had some of these symptoms, to have these sensations, to have these worries and these kinds of emotions. We are moving through them. They won't last forever and they don't stay forever. And, you know, like we saw here now that anxiety and depression can share symptoms and the two of them can contribute to the development of each other. Uh, of course, who wouldn't become you know, having lack of energy or drive from having dealt with panic attacks for a number of days in a row or something. Of course. So, so just, I want you to see it like that, the wholeness of it. This is like, um, we can't separate it all out. It's, it's, these are all pieces of the whole and, and each influences the other. And on the bright side, Both anxiety and depression are incredibly treatable, and the treatment for one will be beneficial for the other. So I want you to hear that clearly. No matter which one you are focusing on, whatever you are working on is going to help heal the other because you are a whole human being. It's just like oftentimes uh, people will come and they'll have a, a severe physical part of their life, uh, like a health anxiety on a, a very specific physical part of their body, and they will want to just deal with that. And the reality is, as we deal with that, if that's what they want to focus on, so many other things fall away. What happens is they came in for dealing with the stress and the anxiety they were feeling around their migraines, and they notice after a a while that Yes, their headaches are getting better and less frequent, but they also no longer have the gut issues they started with. It's because we are not separate little components all stacked up on each other to make a human body. Everything affects everything. So this is the exciting part. This is the bright side that no matter which you are working on, Both anxiety and depression are treatable and the treatment for one will benefit the other. And again, it's not black or white, but possibly a combination of the two. One final and important consideration is how we look at both anxiety and depression can help us begin to find 
the gift or the message that our mind and body is trying to bring to us. Often the only time that self-reflection and the internal journey of finding oneself is begun during these challenging times, such as anxiety or depression. So I want you to consider that this may be something that will help you. And you may not see this for many years. You may not see this right away, and it isn't going to make the turning point for you. But you may see in the future that, man, when I really started to self-reflect, I found a lot of things that I needed to change or that I wanted to change and just had never spent the time with. So don't let your anxiety or depression quotes, air quotes around those words again. Don't let that be frozen, a freeze frame around that. And that's who you are. And this is what you have to do. This is just part of your journey and you won't be here forever. And the more that we can work on it together and talk about it, the better that we are able to handle all that comes up. And now for today's quote. If you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to the people you may never even dream of. There is something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. And that's from Fred Rogers. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.